Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese, and it's another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about something a listener requested. You know, you hear me in almost every show, either by myself or with my guests, when I always say, you've got to decide, you've got to decide to make a change, you know, because we bring on lots of people that share journeys that are sometimes painful and difficult. And we highlight like, wow, like what's the after story? How did you get there? And so a beautiful listener wrote and said, but what do you do after you decide? Duh, that's, I never thought of talking about that, right? So I'm going to talk about that today. So, you know, this story is about being fiercely brilliant. And or this, 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 the whole theme of this, this podcast series. And what I'd love to do is, is show the truth, show the highs and the lows, because it's very easy to either look at somebody and compare and say, wow, well, they've never had any problems like I have. Or it's easy to be in a place where you don't necessarily love and think, but I'll never get out. And so I always want to show you, like, there's ways, there are strategies. And so today I'm going to give you specific strategies. So after you've decided to make some changes, then what? Okay. Okay. So the first thing is you need to accept where you are. I know, you know, that got, that gets kind of like, what? wait, 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 wait. You know, because on one hand, a lot of us are, are very spiritual and we um, are into the law of attraction and we want to speak creation into existence and we want to keep it positive. But what happens is, you know, the, the reality is that sometimes things are big. Sometimes things freaking suck. Sometimes it's just like, holy crap, like, Ah, uh, I've gone through a lot of those things, right? And so from being a therapist for 25 years, but more so having had so much experience with death and loss and trauma and grief, you know, I, I, I know this one, unfortunately, really well. And I know the times when it's easy just to go, okay, it's all good. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm going to tell you in a minute why that doesn't work. <laughs> And what the cost is of that. But imagine wherever you are right now. And it could be just something so simple as I have 20 extra pounds. I've got, I've got, I got some extra COVID comfort food weight, right? Maybe it's just maybe that's the biggest thing. Okay, I've decided I wanna, I wanna change things. Uh, I've got this little extra, these little love handles that I'm not loving. Or maybe it's a big thing. Maybe your business didn't do so well in, in the you know, the coronavirus crisis that we've been in. Maybe a relationship ended or somebody died or you're, there's a health challenge. 
the first thing you do is, all right, this is in front of me. Because I feel like if you, if you understand grief and you understand what happens, there's a psychological mechanism where we want to deny it. We want to minimize it. We want to, no, 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 no. You know, recently my dog was killed. And the first few days I was like, I can't believe it. I mean, I saw her, you know, she, I saw her dead. And, and yet I, I just, it's like the, the brain can't take that in. It's like, it can't, it can't be true. It can't be true. So it's like your, your whole physiology just isn't a, a, like a shocky kind of state. And so the thing you want to do is like, okay, this is what's happening right now. And that's, sometimes a rough one because most of us don't want to accept less than greatness, right? I, I'm a big striver. I'm a big like personal growth. Yeah, let's go farther. Let's do more. And you can, and it's not an either or, but sometimes it's not the season. Sometimes the only thing you can do is they will hell. I'm just here right now. So the first thing is what would it take for you to accept that where you are is where you are? Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be there forever, but I think part of the, the healing comes with accepting. So that's the first one is accept. Number two, I say sometimes you just got to bow to the altar of what it is. Now, obviously, you know, my 10 extra pounds, that's, that's really in the scheme of life, you know, that I don't need to go, oh my God, that's 10 extra pounds. Holy God, that's horrendous. It's really not. I know how to get it off. But there are other times when it's like, this is just taking me to my knees. And I feel like, this is weird, and I don't know if anybody else talks about this, I feel like those moments, even it could, it could be horrible and terrible and overwhelming and stuff like I can't even freaking take this in. I feel like there is, there is something in those times and it's just tied in with acceptance. But when I say bowing to the altar of it, that means to understand the magnitude of it, understand what is required of you, understand how this might transform you and will very likely change you. Like it's kind of sometimes things that like, they're like existential, like, oh, whoa, whoa, you know? And I don't want you to miss that. I, I know for me, I really have had so much loss and death. And I remember when I was in the first, you know, my mom died suddenly, then a year and a half later, my ex died suddenly. And that was, that was just shattering because he was a younger man, had a heart issue and just didn't wake up. And, and it just was like, boom, boom. And there's a few more losses and deaths and sickness and stuff. And I remember just like, like looking at my life and I felt like, I feel like a tsunami just went through it and just raised it, like just took everything with it. And I could not then just go, okay, time to get back to work. It's all good. Let's just get happy. Come on, happy, joyous and free. Let's go. I had to go, holy heck, what went through here was a force of nature with something bigger than me. It's, it really is like sometimes it's an existential, whoa, right? And I feel like if you can, and it's, it's almost a paradox because you might be in the law of attraction thinking going, no, 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 don't give it any power. Don't put any energy to what you don't want to create. But I feel like 
there are some things, there's like the difference between just neurotic worry thoughts versus holy shit, my life has just been upended. And both can happen, right? You can, you can, and I'm going to talk about how to, you know, get out of this as well, but you got to just acknowledge, like, you know, there are people that um, have lost a lot. They have health issues. And to just jump over that is kind of actually not honoring. So I want you to, that's point number two. So number one, you, after you decide you accept, and number two, you, you just kind of bow to the magnitude. I say bow to the altar of what is. It's like accepting what is. The third one is notice your thoughts. Okay, this is where we can control. We can't necessarily control the situations or the things that have befallen us, but we do have power over what we think about that, right? Now, in the beginning, if you have had any degree of trauma, you're going to be reactivated. You're going to have like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, like, like you're, like you're, you're just going to have a lot of trauma. Probably. And so what I want you to know is thoughts create emotions, right? And so you're either in the past thinking about regret or what could have happened or what shouldn't happen, what didn't happen, or you're in the future and that's called worry and anxiety because, well, what if this doesn't happen and what, how am I going to get out of this? And, and so you've got to watch your thoughts. What is the story that your thoughts are telling you right now? And so if you can externalize your thoughts, like, you know, like one, one technique is literally just write down all the crappy thoughts, just write down all the negative thoughts you know, it's not going to end. It's not fair for me. Why did this happen? That it just, just write it all out. Because what happens is like our brain, it's like the nagging mother. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. You might forget. Right. And so it just goes on and on and on and on. And you can go, okay, okay, hold on. I'll write it down. So it's literally like if you capture it and put it outside of you, the brain can go, oh, okay, good. You got that. You're aware of that. Because remember, the brain always tries to keep you safe by pointing out all the possible bad things that can happen. Right. So by you writing it down, it literally signals the brain you can shut off now because you've noted it. It's sitting in a document. It's on, it's on a journal. It's somewhere. And then what you do is you go back and you read it and you just go, is that really true? Is that, is that one, like, is it, do I know for sure that's true? Is there a way that I could, you know, maybe do it a little differently? So then when it's outside of your body, then you can go, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Or, you know, yeah, it's a little true or it's just, yeah, okay. And so when you externalize it, it takes the power. Back. The fourth thing is you calm your physiology down. You might have heard me talk a lot about this. See, I think, I can imagine a scale of zero to 10. Zero, and this is arbitrary. This is just the numbers that I'm using for this description, right? Zero to three or four. That's just when your thoughts are like, God, you know, they're a little neurotic, they're a little negative, or they're a little like, come on, folks. You know, what you think about, you bring about. What you focus on expands, right? And so you want to, you, you can then at that point go, stop, stop, stop. You know, it's, typical, it's, a, it's a cognitive therapy technique where you say, oh my gosh, it's never going to work. And you could snap a rubber band or you could go, stop. What would I want to believe instead? And then you replace the thought. If you are in a relatively okay state physiologically, you can shift your thoughts. You, you have the ability to like be an observer 
and notice them and say, yeah, well, hold on, wait, wait, no, what's a replacement thought? But if you have been activated, if you have been triggered, you know, like I'm working with a client now who had a relationship end. And on one hand, we could say, yeah, you just were with her a few years. It's not a big deal. But what happened is it opened up all the abandonment from this person's childhood. So it's huge, like way bigger loss, way, way um, seemingly not even appropriate level of, of loss to what the relationship was. This person is not at all able to control their thoughts. They're just, boom, they've dropped into the ego state of like an eight-year-old abandoned little child. Because what happens is when your physiology gets jacked up, when you have so much trauma or it is activated with something like that, you, you almost can't control it. And this is where you need to use the energy therapies. So you either, you know, come to see me and I can help you clear it, or you go to YouTube, look up EFT for anxiety, depression, grief, whatever it is. Um, you do something to change your physiologic state. You go for a run, you take a hot shower, you go hike, you play with the dog, you have sex, you do something to change your body, change your physiology so it can begin to shift how it's being. Because when your physiology is jacked, and I say jacked, I mean um, um, escalated, like like your like everything is just like heightened, like, ah, you know, a little more tense and a little more like just jacked up. That's the best word to describe. You have to understand you're responsible for that and you can change that. But to me, the route is you could use the energy therapist tapping EFT is a good one, but getting it out of your body, getting you in a different state with your body is usually the way. For some people, maybe dancing or music. For some people, maybe prayer. You know, it's just meditation, but it's getting your body to calm the hell down, right? Because you don't have a chance if you don't. Otherwise, it's just the looping and the anxiety and the fear and the overwhelm and the grief and the feelings. So try to remember like, oh, heart, I'm going through this. And so is my body. Okay, the next one is so we've got accept, surrender, like surrender to the altar, like, like what, like understand the enormity, notice your thoughts, calm your physiology and give yourself time. Give yourself time. You know, most of us, um, don't like I had got COVID and I, I thought, okay, a couple weeks, I'll be done. It took me five weeks and I was, I was miserable. I mean, I felt physically miserable, but what happened is my, my, my thinking got really bad. Like, Oh, I'm so depressed. I'll never be get good again. I've, I've been sick forever. Nothing's ever going to work. <laughs> I can't, I mean, it was, it was really bad. I'll just tell you, I went really dark. And FYI, when there is a physical thing that happens, we regress emotionally, be prepared, right? Don't be surprised. And so that happened for me. And I just finally had to say, okay, you know what? If it takes another two weeks before I can work, fine. If it takes another month before I can sell anything, fine. Because what was happening is the thoughts in my head were like, you should do this, you should do this. And then the fears were like, holy shit, holy shit. And my body, I could barely breathe. Like I was very sick. And I finally got peace when I was like, okay, I just have to accept maybe two more weeks. And however long it takes, I, I will be okay. 
And it's the battle between the party that wants to go, 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 and the truth of what you can do, right? So how can you give yourself time? And what what the next point is, the, the number or whatever, that number six or seven, whatever, is listening to your body. See, we live from our brains out. We live from the, the little driver in us that, that is like, well, you've got to do this. And people are relying on you. And what do you think? And, and then judgment, the negative thoughts about we should do, who are you being and what's wrong with you? And then the comparison, which is shame, like, well, everybody else is doing it. You're more sensitive. How come they're bouncing back? Oh, good hell, it's exhausting. So if you listen to your body and just tune in and literally say, what do you need right now? Because so many times my clients will come to me and they'll say, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so tired. And I'll say, what does your body want? And they'll say, I need to nap or it wants to, it wants to go listen to some music or like literally ask your body. That is a huge gift. Another one is stay in the moment. We get nuts when we turn into the mind that is going to pump out all the fear and is going to tell us all the things that could possibly happen down the road. And in this moment, like right in this one minute, like when I had COVID, I'm like, you know, I'm actually not dead. <laughs> Bills are paid. I'm, I'm sick, but I'm not dying. So shh, shut up. You're all right. Right. And so staying in the moment is I'm okay right now, right in this moment. I'm alive. Most of us have food, we have electricity, we have people. In this moment, I'm okay. There's peace in the moment, right? There's peace in the moment. And then the next one is you want to get support. You want to get support because what I know is it's really hard on your own to navigate it by yourself. I had people checking in with me through everything I've gone through. That has been the greatest gift I've ever given myself is the ability to be like I years ago, I would call my girlfriend and say, is this going to work? Like, really? Like, you really think I can? And I had done it. I'd made a six figure business, but I had just shit going on in my life. And I just would be like, I am so not believing in myself right now. And to have the people that you can do that with, that can give you the reflection of who you are and can hold the knowing, nope, nope, I got you. Not going to let you go. You're fine. You're going to be fine. It's going to work. Get the support. And finally, the last one is know that this will pass. Like, you know, it feels like, oh my God, it feels like time freezes. It's always been this way. It'll never be different. It always will be this way. And the truth is, it's just a blip. It's just a blip. It might feel like wretched, but the truth is, in this grand scale of life, it's just a blip. This too will pass. And you just get up and you keep doing it. All right. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little bit deep. I know it was deep, but somebody asked me, hey, and talk about this. And so feel free to reach out, like tell me what you want to hear from me. I'm happy to record episodes um, on emotions and energy and mindset and um, all that kind of yummy stuff in relationships and business. So I adore y'all listening to the podcast. And uh, if you want to, you know, I can work with this stuff with you because a lot of a lot of business coaches and mentors don't really understand somebody that has been through trauma or is going through some challenging stuff. And it's really easy to get very bad messages. Oh, I literally have been told, well, you're just lazy. You don't want it bad enough. And I'm like, no, I'm going through some stuff, right? So it's really important to have the right mentor that understands this. 
So if you would be interested in knowing how I could help you navigate the life stuff while still growing the business, reach out. And that would be uh, treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. All right. Peace and blessings. Big hug. Thanks for listening or watching. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.